I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. It has been a while. I took a hiatus. <laughs> I like using that word, hiatus. That's like a SAT word. Back from a high school. I took time off, and it was much needed. It feels great to be back. Not good, great. I use terms like great more often than good. I'm an exclamation point person too. Texts, emails, it's just who I am. But yes, uh, I appreciate all of you reaching out and asking where where the shows are. Uh, We're back. Um, I did three shows a week for years, years. And now I think one to two, one to two. Uh, I needed the hiatus, lots of, of changes. And, you know, as I've talked about so many times before, change is good, change is challenging oftentimes, right? But uh, that's what that's what life's about. And today I'm going to talk about zone two workouts. So I'm just going to jump back in, keeping these podcasts short, maybe interviews a little longer, just because I get really good people <laughs> and I want them to be like five hour shows. But let's talk about zone two workouts because I just recently contributed to a uh, an article about this I have contributed to literally hundreds of articles over the years on just about every topic uh, my three zones of expertise are nutrition exercise and motivation and I know that many of you probably think well you got to pick one I couldn't back when I decided to make my passion my vocation I said you know to truly not just help you but help myself like I need as much information in those three areas as possible. It's not just about exercise. It's not just about food and motivation. Human behavior is one of the biggest parts in this puzzle. So I've spent years and will continue studying all three of those areas. Just finished up a five course graduate program at Harvard School of Extension. Incredible in human behavior. So much fun. But let's talk about cardio. Let's talk about zone two workouts. This is... Another example, I would argue, of, you know, fad articles, you know, you know, just what's hot now, right? It was high intensity interval training forever, right? Forever in large part, thanks to CrossFit, but high intensity interval training and also the science. But there is no one way. And that's where I will always get to, including during this show. There's no one way you need to try and do it all. That's where long-term success comes from. And that's where true health comes from okay but yeah it was high intensity interval training forever and then i contributed to a handful of articles dozens on lists low intensity steady state and now we've got zone two and there's like crossover to between low intensity steady state and zone two but i don't want to make it too complicated for you because there are myriad benefits to cardio period right And the way I approach cardio is pretty darn simple. It's how much time I have to train and what mood I'm in. And yes, I will talk about what your specific goals are. That's going to dictate what you do and how often you do it. But I always say for the vast majority of you who are listening to this show, the vast majority of people whose goal it is to what? Look better, feel better, live longer, have fewer aches and pains. This applies to you. 
and I am kind of in a bunch of different worlds. You know, I did compete and continue to compete uh, in running, triathlons, adventure races, ultra marathons now. But at the end of the day, I want I want to look better, feel better, live longer. The performance side is so far in the in the rearview mirror, not rearview mirror, but backseat. Because if I'm injured, I can't do it. And if I do stuff that's going to be negative, have negative implications down the road, I'm not doing that either. And let me say again, social media, double-edged sword, the number of people I am watching die from the performance-enhancing drugs, from the steroids and things like that. Now, they've always had issues, but now, thanks to social media, and I've got two teenage boys who are looking at this stuff, so I'm even more uh, privy to it and seeing it, you know, they're competing to be the biggest, the most shredded, and they use false hashtags and things in their bio like lifetime natty, which means natural, pure garbage. But I digress. It's about being healthy at the end of the day. And, and that's my balance. I still want to go fast. Ironmans, marathons, different races. But again, not at the expense of my health. I'm not a professional athlete. It would be totally different if that's all I did. And that's why, yes, most professional athletes take something that they probably shouldn't, but that's their job, okay? So I often get, what's the best cardio? Well, the best cardio is what you do frequently. The best cardio is what you enjoy, but you can't only do the best cardio. I love running. One of the main reasons I got into triathlon, I needed goals and things like that, and it's, and it's a way to see the world, but it forced me to cross-train and still does to this day. If I only ran, I would get hurt. If I only biked, I would get hurt. If I only swam, I would get hurt. I would never only swim, though. <laughs> That's my least favorite of the three disciplines. But, and not only those three disciplines, but strength training is part of the whole thing, and then stretching and balance. So... The best cardio is what you enjoy, what you do frequently. You want one or two complementary types of cardio so that you continue to do the one you love the most forever. But let's get to zone two workouts. <laughs> zone two workouts, basically 70% of your max heart rate. Now, I know saying this out loud, most of you don't know what your heart rates are. And even if you do, so often they are incorrectly done. Because unfortunately, the formulas uh, that are utilized by the equipment manufacturers are inaccurate for many in the population. Depending on how you do it, two-thirds, like age-graded formula, that's where you start. 220 minus your age. The number of people who fall so far above and, and below those zones, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds in my experience over the years. Okay? So I'll get to how you can, can compute that if you want but zone two is basically just outside of low intensity, steady state for many of you. Okay. And if, if we're looking at just as simple as possible, high intensity interval training on a scale of one to 10, that's nine to 10. Zone two depends, but right around maybe a six, a seven. But now it's getting tricky because I often talk about the gray zone, Right. The gray zone, it's not really hard, it's not really easy. That's that's kind of zone two. <laughs> and you go, but wait a minute, you often talk about how you don't want to be there. Well, again, all cardio is good. All cardio is good. 
but we can't do high intensity interval training all the time. That taxes our cardiovascular system, our, our muscles, our physiological system, musculoskeletal systems. So if you're truly doing high intensity interval training right, you can't do it every day. And so we want to mix. And that 80-20 rule that applies to so much is extremely applicable here. 80% of the time, it's low intensity, steady state, or zone two workouts. So not really hard. Go for an easy walk, an easy run. You get on the elliptical, steady state. There's huge benefits in that. In the article I wrote, and you can uh, go to my Instagram, Tom H. Fit, and just click through um, and you'll see the article. I oftentimes just do screenshots now and then I'll link to that or you can just Google it. So even more uh, specificity there. But you build capillary density, mitochondrial density. There are benefits from going hard and there are benefits from going easy and we want to do both. But writers need to write those articles. Writers need to get those clicks. And so hit's going to be popular and list is going to be popular for a while and zone two, and that's going to confuse you again because zone two and low intensity steady state, I think for most people are going to be pretty close. All right. But it comes down to what are your goals? Is it weight loss? Is it health? Is it performance? Is it mental benefits? Is it all of the above? It's all of the above for me. I want to keep my weight down. I want to be as healthy as possible. I want to perform pretty well in my local races and when uh, I'm going to do my first 100K at 54 years old. I don't think I'm having a birthday before. In October, the it's Javelina Jundred in Arizona. 100K at 54, 62 miles. All right, so I want to do pretty well there, but I first and foremost want to finish and not get hurt. I really don't care how fast I go. I just want to enjoy it. So I need to do a mix of all of this. Some hit, some zone two, some low intensity, steady state. And that's really important. All right. Speaking of the ultra marathon I'm doing, the Javelina Jundred, and, and I need an event on my schedule, people, to keep myself motivated. Don't think that people like me, just everyone loses motivation. And one of the best ways to get it back is to have something to shoot for, a date, an event that makes your training have purpose, all right? But one of these cool products, I talked about it before, I'm still using it, trying it out, is HVMN, all right? HVMN uh, is just this cool new product that uh, has a $6 million contract with the US military. That caught my attention. 60% of the Tour de France riders are using it. So you go, what for? Okay, well, two distinct benefits, I would argue, and go to hvmn.com and check out uh, the site to learn more. But I have so many friends uh, utilizing it now after I did the first show and talked about it, did the interview uh, with Michael Brandt, all right, uh, one of the co-founders who's on Shark Tank with it. Um, But ketones, exogenous ketones, right? So getting the benefits of ketosis without having to go into ketosis. That I like because I don't want to go into ketosis, right? Personally, I've tried everything, right? But this is, uh, if you're an endurance athlete, if you're someone who wants a little insurance, some more energy uh, for your workouts, that's what I'm utilizing it for right now. And it's also something for mental clarity people are taking it for in the afternoon, oftentimes in place of caffeine. 
All right, so cognitive benefits, physiological benefits. I'm loving, uh, again, experimenting with this. And you can get 30% off your first subscription order, okay? So new deal, 30% off subscription order of this ketone IQ when you go to hvmn.com uh, backslash Tom. hvmn.com backslash Tom. I believe you can punch in Tom in the code, um, but that's gonna expire. I don't believe that if you go to hvmn.com and use the backslash Tom, um, I think that will stay up for a long time. Um, so again, uh, if you need kind of that pick me up, you want to experiment with stuff, um, this is really interesting. You know, when you have a $6 million uh, deal with the U.S. military, that, that tells me there's there's interesting stuff. And I'm going to try it out and see how it works for me. So again, I'm using it as a fuel source and I'm using it as a... Um, Addition, I love my caffeine. I'm not going to stop taking my caffeine. Uh, that as well. All right. So 30% uh, off your first subscription order, hvmn.com uh, backslash Tom. Uh, so I'm going to bring you these things to try out and only the best products and supplements, you guys. I'm not wasting your time or your money. Only things that I'm going to try out. I'm going to uh, always give you my full, honest take on it. I'm still experimenting, but I'm definitely going to use it um, in my training, right? Because I need that little extra, that little benefit when I'm going 62 miles, I need all the fuel I can get. So I'm excited to continue to use it all the way through, um, November and, and possibly, you know, uh, for a long time to come. Um, let's go back to zone two workouts though. Again, I want a mix of everything in your health and wellness program. That goes for your diet, that goes for your strength training, that goes for your cardio. I'm gonna bore you to death with the term that I have uh, coined and utilized for many years, excessive moderation. I did see uh, uh, someone kind of rip it off. <laughs> My line is, uh, don't do a lot of exercise, a little bit, do a little bit a lot. They kind of tweaked it a little bit to make it their own, but uh, that is something I came up with many years ago because I look at the science and I look at what I do and I look at what we can all do and then we find that sweet spot. And doing a little bit of exercise a lot is doable. You can still do a lot occasionally. I do more on the weekends when I have more time. And that's what I said at the beginning of the show. My low intensity steady state. My zone two workouts are when I have more time. My high intensity interval days are a couple times a week. And generally when I have less time, 20 or 30 minutes, perfect. Maximizing my time and you should do the same. Okay, how do you figure out your zones? This is tricky, people. What you want to do with just everything is start to see patterns and your numbers. What are your numbers when you are pushing it at a nine out of 10? What do you see on your heart rate monitor if you use one? Well, those are gonna to start to be your numbers. And oftentimes you're gonna find that they don't fit in this, the traditional um, heart rate zone formulas of, of which there are many. What is most important is what you see, your field test. And that's why if you have a coach or a trainer, that's one of the benefits. And when I coach people, it was so amazing to me when they first came out with the watch where you could upload all your data. And so I started coaching people around the world. And oftentimes I would see their heart rate zones and I go, okay, here's what you're showing. Now, if you want the gold standard, you go get it tested in a lab. And one of the easiest, simplest, and, and most inexpensive ways is your local college that has an exercise science department. So if you really are someone who loves numbers and maybe you're competing and you want the true numbers, you go to a lab.
and you do bike and run and you can do other things as well, body fat and things like that. Really cool. I have a Delphi University where I go and I used to send clients back when I was coaching a lot. I'm getting back into the coaching again. Um, another way you can do it though, your own field test, right? One of the simplest ways, warm up, 10, 15, 20 minute, easy run, end up at a hill. You can do this on a treadmill as well, obviously. And then 30 to 60 seconds all out, run up that hill. Do that a couple times. What's the highest number you see, <laughs> right? Run up, walk down easy, recover, do that two, three, four times. You can do it on a bike too, a little harder. Uh, hills are just great. And so start to dial in your numbers and then compute 60 to 70%, 70% for your zone two. That's how you do it. We're all different in that way for sure. You know, so often with diet, they try to make it sound like we can make excuses with weight gain. Um, let me say again, <laughs> I'm going to have stream of consciousness. You know me if you've listened to these shows before. Ozempic, all those drugs, what did it prove, people? What did it prove? What I have been saying for years and what so many charlatans in this industry have been saying the opposite of, that a calorie is not a calorie when it comes to weight loss. They, that's where they're making the simple really complicated for you. Energy in, energy out. Yes, that doesn't account for hunger and health. Doesn't account for that. There's a lot of skinny, uh, skinny, unhealthy people out there. But we now have, well, I always had it. You have definitive proof that a calorie is a calorie when it comes to weight loss. Because what is... Uh, what are those drugs doing? They're actually keeping food in your system. It deals with your hunger. Hunger. You're not eating better. You're eating less. Less. I, I mean, I don't know how those charlatans who are preaching otherwise, oh, 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 I, I'd love to have one on the show and debate and say, so, so explain to me how a drug like Ozempic doesn't completely discredit your argument. They're not eating better. It's not speeding up their metabolism. It's not speed. They are taking in less food. And the side effects now are coming fast and strong. Now, listen, if you're on it for those health reasons, the, 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 the original reason people were on it, right? Diabetics, lowering blood sugar, things like that. I get it. But one of our goals is to get off the drugs. That's one of my favorite things as a, uh, as a trainer with my clients. The weight loss always came. If they showed up, if they listened, if they were able to make the behavioral modifications outside of the training session, how many calories can we build, burn within it? And we could build muscle. But my favorite thing was when they went off their drugs. Because that meant that they lost weight. That meant that they had, be, uh, had been eating better. They had been consistent. And they were going to have those potential side effects. So that is such a great goal too. If you're like most people who are on several, if not many, pharmaceutical drugs, many of which can be changed by changing lifestyle for the positive, exercise and nutrition. All right? Let me kind of wrap this up here. I go by feel. I wear the watch because I like to, this is where the true, I'm gonna do a whole show just on the psychological, uh, you know, adding the point two, running around your neighborhood just to get to that even number when you wear the watch and, and crazy things like that that we do, which is totally fine. But I'm always gonna be completely honest with you about everything, including that I don't really care about my zones. I go by feel. I know what hard is. Heart rate zones are actually more useful for people 
on the days you need to go easy because you go too hard on the easy days. But all cardio is beneficial. That gray zone, which is in between the, the hard and the easy where most people spend most of their time, and that's zone two for a lot of people, that's fine. You just want to add in the high-intensity interval training occasionally. I don't like high-intensity interval training. I'm an endurance guy. I was built to go far slowly or moderately fast. I'm not a, well, you know, I have a mix. Type one and type two uh, muscle fibers. Doesn't matter though. We all should do both. Easy cardio, hard cardio, a mix of the two. There are benefits, different distinct benefits to both. So if you're doing cardio five days a week, it could be three easy days, two hard days. And the rule of thumb is generally at least one easy cardio day after a hard one. That's what the top athletes do. So you have so many people who are training harder than the top athletes. The volume of training, I'm thinking runners here, obviously. Well, not obviously, but you know, they do a lot of miles per week, but most of those miles are at the lower zones. Zone one, zone two. And by the way, there's, you know, I don't want to get deep into this at all, but Back when I wrote my first book on triathlon and marathon training and was finishing up my master's degree, you know, there, there are books out there that have five, seven zones, heart rate zones. That's next to impossible. A, to dial in and get the, your accurate numbers and B, to do out in the field. How do you stay in those zones when you're running or biking and there's stop signs and, and turns and dogs and easier to do inside and many people do do that. But my point is, I, I, I just, I go by feel for the most part. And then I look at my numbers. So I do my sprint when I go to the track, which is infrequent because I don't like those workouts. But if I'm training hard for an Ironman or a marathon, something like that, once a week, I go to the track once, once, <laughs> usually Tuesdays after the Monday off. And at the end of the intervals, when I look, I know I went hard. And so there's this constant dance between what the formulas and science tell us and what we actually see. And you don't hear that. You don't hear that nearly enough. The technology is not going to do it for us. It's often flawed. So listen to your body, get to know it. You know, I'm reading, oh gosh, I don't want to give it away because I'm going to do a whole podcast on it, but one of the first fitness books ever, it talks about excessive moderation. So as I was coming up with that or came up with that phrase and was doing research, one of the first books ever, he doesn't call it excessive moderation, but the term moderation is in there and temperance. It's written in the 1500s. Can't wait to bring you that entire show. All right, but did I clarify there? Did I do this right? All the times I go so far off, uh, but I, come, I bring it back. Zone two cardio. Think of it as just outside easy. And so most, many of your workouts are gonna be there, but you want that mix. And so let me give you just like, a typical training plan back in the day again. And again, these are people who are competing, but you can learn so much from this if you're just someone who's looking better, feeling better, living longer, all those things. Monday, rest day. Tuesday, interval day. Wednesday, easy cardio. Thursday, you can do it again if you want. But I would do hills. So it's like speed training on Tuesday, easy cardio zone two. Wednesday, hills, strength, bike or run. Thursday, or elliptical even. Friday, easy again. 
Saturday, a mix, like that could be, that's a great time to do your complimentary workout, you know, biking, swimming, Pilates, whatever. And then Sunday can be your long day if you want that. And then you take Monday off. That's a great framework, all right? All right, good to be back. I'm sweating like crazy in my studio right now. Uh, And I'm off to Nantucket for two weeks. We'll get you some more shows though. All right, thank you again, all those of you who have been listening. uh, I'm back. Many shows to come. I'm not gonna give up. Frustrated with this business. I'm not gonna lie. I never lie. Can't. Wasn't raised that way. Irish Catholic. Um, We just avoid things. (laughs) (laughs) If you avoid it, it didn't happen. Again, try out hvmn.com if you want, all right? If you want something different for energy, if you want something different for your workouts, definitely if you're an endurance person and you want to try something, this is what they're doing. And I'm always going to bring you the latest, greatest stuff, not the the bogus. Never going to waste your time or your money. Uh, But I'm open-minded to everything. And it says something to me when you have 60% of the Tour de France guys and $6 million contract with the U.S. military. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it for a while because you got to try things for a while to see if they work for you. Again, hvmn.com backslash Tom, 30% off your first subscription order. Let me leave you again with Jack Lane. Uh, Elaine LaLane, Elaine LaLane, his wife. <laughs> She's still going strong. I think I may interview her. I interviewed Jack and this is a cut from Jack uh, when I interviewed him many years ago, full hour on a Saturday live when I had a radio show. So fortunate. Love what I do. Not giving up. A lot of frustrating stuff. But anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Any messages or questions you have, reach out. Uh, Tom H. Fit Instagram. Follow me there. Twitter, Tom H. Fit. Uh, teamholland.com is my website. My books and all the stuff is there. I know I promised you uh, the videos are coming. Lots of content now from me um, and a new product. That's what I've been working on like crazy. My first patent. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, Remember, there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. I want to tell you how fortunate you are to have someone like Tom just trying to help you to have a better life.